Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the River Community Church podcast. If you want more information about the church or things that are going on, you can visit therivercc.com or you can check out our app at app.therivercc.com. Today's message comes from Pastor Steve Taboo. Now, for those that if this is your first time and you're going, great, I came to the church and they're talking about fasting. Well, welcome, because I believe this is an exciting time to be here the next three weeks. Now, we've been doing 21 days of prayer and fasting uh, throughout the history of our church, but uh, we took some time off and we moved it right in front of Easter the last couple of years and prayed and fasted the week before Easter. But this year, back in November, December, I was like, Lord, I really sensed that we just need this focus again. We need to get back to 21 days of prayer and fasting. And I was talking to my friend Bobby Davis over at Life Church, and, and he said, you know, Steve, have y'all, have y'all continued to do that? And I said, no, but we're going to do it this year. He said, well, we want to do it this year. And in the past, I've tried to get other churches on board with us, and the Lord just, for whatever reason, they had their own um, ministries that they were doing and didn't feel led to. And and this year, Bobby jumped on board and, and a couple other churches, and then we even added two more this week. So now we're up to 12 different churches with an average weekly attendance of over 7,000 people in the Upper Cumberland. Yeah, yeah, are you excited? So what we're inviting you to do is to join with 7,000 people for the next three weeks to pray and fast and ask God to do something special for his glory in your life, in your church, and in this community that we live in. And I'm excited like I haven't been in a long time for this. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not excited about fasting. I mean, I I don't know. I I had a friend of mine. I got him to to do a fast with him one time, and after three days, he's like, Steve, this is miserable. I thought you said you liked fasting. I said, oh, I never said that. (laughs) I don't like fasting. I like the result of what God does when I fast. That's the big difference, okay? So uh, we're gonna talk about fasting in just a minute, but I wanted to start by celebrating 2022 and what God did. I was talking to a, another pastor, and, and he said that he had recently read a book, or it's a couple years ago, and, and when he read the book, the question was asked, if your church closed its doors today, would anybody in the community miss your church? Would they even notice And he said that really wrecked his heart, and he began to see and ask the question, what could they do as a church to make an impact in the community? And so when he said that, I thought, you know what? I want to ask, what did God do in the life of the River Community Church in 2022? What is it that God worked in our body through you as the hands and feet of Jesus in this community? What is it that God's done? And then I think we should celebrate that. And as I thought of that, I started going through everything. So I'm going to Just sit back and relax for a minute. I'm gonna take you through a little journey of so many things that God did in 2022. To start with, there are several things that we launched brand new. Uh, Met with Pastor Julio that had a vision to plant a Hispanic work in Cookville. And so together we launched the River Church, the Hispanic campus or the Hispanic church over in the Jerry Whitson community. They're meeting in Christ Community Church. They have over 40 people coming. They've already baptized seven people. And uh, I'm going to tell you, hold off on all the applause till the end, okay? Because we got so much that we can just applause God all day. But so they've launched out. 
a buddy named Amy Pearson. Buddy felt like God was leading him to, to plant a church. He came on board as a church planting resident with us. And then just a couple of months ago, he's like, Steve, I feel like God's kind of redirecting me. And uh, he and Amy launched a new ministry called The Source. It's a, a ministry ministering to unmarried folks that want to have community and fellowship in, in that body of Christ. And so they launched that out. Uh, and that's going strong. We launched Restore, which is an addiction recovery ministry that meets here on campus now on Tuesday nights. And uh, this ministering to folks that battle with addictions of drugs, alcohol, pornography, whatever it is that you battle with, we have an opportunity to walk with you through that journey to have you experience that victory. And then Freedom Prayer. We had some folks in our church that wanted to start this ministry called Freedom Prayer, where you get three folks together and you just intercede for spiritual breakthrough in people's lives. Just pray until, until you're done. And we've had 145 people go through freedom prayer this year. That blew me away. Then our women started a women's mentoring ministry where they began having older ministry-minded women minister the younger ladies in our church and pouring into them. Oh, they started the exchange. Another ministry, the international exchange that we have was started to minister to our international students on campus. And we got to see our first international student follow the Lord, be baptized and get sent back. He went back to his country where we're hoping that he'll start the new work over there. And it's exciting to see what God is doing in that ministry, as well as all the other things that the exchange has done. And then we can celebrate what God's done on a regular basis. All you guys that volunteer in children's ministry, we got over 250 kids that come week after week hearing the good news of Jesus. In the youth ministry, we've got over 120 kids come every week. Uh, in the college ministry, we've got over 120 students come every week. Now, we feed them every week. Uh, they say, if you feed them, they will come, right? You don't have to build nothing for those guys. Just feed them, right? I remember those days. As a matter of fact, you feed me today, I'd probably come. So, uh, so we feed them every week. We pour into them every week. Our volunteers pour into them every week. Is it making a difference in their lives? Yes, yes, yes. Not only that, uh, but uh, this year we were able to baptize 49 different individuals following Jesus Christ, walking with Christ, had 40 plus new members join the church. And uh, our re-engage ministry saw over 40 couples go through re-engage. And some of the couples that came to us, it's a 14 week ministry, of pouring Jesus into these couples. And some of the couples that came through had already uh, applied for divorce with each other. And God rescued those marriages. And so we're, we're grateful for all that our teams did to lead those couples for healthier marriages. Do you think it made a difference in their kids' lives too? No doubt it made a difference in those kids' lives. And then we, we have several of you guys that volunteer in the community with other Christian nonprofits that you serve with, whether it's children's, uh, the Cookville Pregnancy Clinic, or, or whether it's Children's Advocacy Center, or whether it's the Rescue Mission. We have folks that serve on all those boards and committees that, that make an impact there. We also partner with four other churches to do a care ministry. People say, what are we doing about the homeless problem? What are we doing about the, the financial needs in this difficult time? This year, the care ministry, which you guys volunteer and serve in, served over a 1,000 families in the Upper Cumberland with food and clothing, helped 70 families or individuals get out of a hotel or their car into a permanent place of living. 
That's 70. That's making an impact on that homelessness and had 75 different individuals pray and give their lives to Christ through that ministry. All that takes place because you guys are praying, you're serving, you're obeying God when he tells you to jump in and serve, you're leading life groups, you're mentoring people, you're ministering. All that's not because of you, though, it's because because of God, right? Because God's the one that calls us to be unselfish. God's the one that calls us to be generous. Matter of fact, this last year, you gave over $2.5 million for the furtherance of the gospel through the River Community Church, which allowed us to give away over $400,000 in missions and ministry to make an impact around the world. So can we just take a moment and just glorify God and celebrate him? Can we give him a hand? So when I, when I dial it back just a minute and go, okay, God, so what's 2023? It's a little bit scary because what, what, what is the God wants to do next? And that's what the next 21 days is for us, for us to be praying and fasting and asking God, God, what is it you want me to be doing? It may change. Sometimes it scares me. This year, we have the most change in our leadership that we've probably had in, in 20 years' time that I know of. A buddy came on board to plant a church, but then the Lord began to, to move his heart a different direction. And at the exact same time, Brian Vaughn came to me, our, our college pastor said, I think God's calling me to plant a church. So Brian's gonna take a team, and I think it'll be our biggest church plant we've ever had, and plant a church over by Tennessee Tech, and I don't know, half you guys may go, and we may just, we may just start a, a church with 500 people the first day. Who knows? I don't know. But Brian's felt led to do that, he and Marius. So as we send them out with joyful excitement, we realized we need a new college pastor. And so we began praying. And today for the first day, Alex, are you in here? Raise your hand. There's Alex back in the back. We just brought on Alex. Alex starts today in college ministry. So he and Brian will be tag teaming this semester. And, uh, and then Brooke Withers, who's been with us, uh, as an administrative executive assistant, she has had a child and decided that's more exciting than the river. And uh, I celebrate that with her in that agreement. And so she has stepped down from her position and, and uh, Carissa Turner, who grew up here at the river and came to the Lord here at the river, is gonna be stepping into that role. So we're excited to have her. Yeah. Now, are you excited yet? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just fired up about what God's gonna do these next 21 days. And what we wanna see, that we're calling the series Chain Reaction because what we believe is when everybody in this room is willing to listen to the voice of God and do what God is nudging them to do, we're gonna see a chain reaction that continues to spread all around our community, our city, our state, our nation, and our world. And that's what we want to see the next 21 days, this chain reaction. Now, I don't know if you ever heard of Chernobyl. Anybody heard of Chernobyl? Let's see. Yeah, that, yeah 1986. Biggest nuclear meltdown. Horrible experience. Over 4,000 people died. What happened? It was a series of a chain reaction. First chain reaction were the failures of people who were supposed to be doing safety protocols and were not doing them properly. 
And then it was a chain reaction. Once the problem started, they couldn't stop it. They went off to set off a uh, safety test in April of 1986. As they set it off, within 18 seconds, they realized something was wrong. The supervisor tried to shut down the emergency shutoff. It failed, and in 18 seconds, they had nuclear meltdown. $86 billion later for cleanup, 4,000 people dying, a permanent picture and experience of what a chain reaction is, you can still go there today. Mikhail Gorbachev said he believed it was the beginning of the fall of the Russian Federation. What happened? A negative chain reaction. And that's what happens in our lives when we start separating ourselves from God, when we start trying to do our faith on our own, when we start trying to do things apart from the way God teaches us, we have this chain reaction that brings a meltdown in our lives called sin. And that sin separates us from God and it separates us from others and it brings addictions, it brings destruction and it destroys our faith, our character, our testimony and our legacy. But on the other hand, what we're gonna talk about today is that when we set apart to do a chain reaction of the spiritual habits God calls us to, prayer, Bible study, fasting, serving, giving, fellowshipping, when we do these things, worshiping together, it sets off a chain reaction that doesn't just grow us in our lives but affects all those around us. Because as we walk it out, as we walk out our faith, it will affect your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, your brothers, your siblings, your children, your parents, your grandparents. Because the gospel is that powerful. And so what we're wanting in the next 21 days is to release the supernatural power of God. To let him do a work in us that will change this world. Let's go Lord in prayer and let's ask God to really just light this chain reaction in us. Father, I, I got I to just say, I'm, I haven't been this excited to start the new year in a long time. I'm so thankful for the other churches that are coming alongside praying and fasting. I'm so excited, Lord, that you give us this, this opportunity to hunger and thirst after you. And I pray, Lord, that you'd speak through me because, Lord, fasting's a little bit scary for us. It's, it's not something we like. So I pray that you you show each of us how it can give us a spiritual breakthrough. Pray that in Jesus' name, amen. All right, if you have your listening guide, you can pull that out. Uh, I'll be walking through that. Also, let me say, I can't teach you everything about fasting in one, one, t- one day. And so there's a lot of extra resources online, that 21 days prayer and fasting out 21 days of fasting.therivercc.com. Just you can go to that uh, and you can follow through there and learn more. But I, I just want to hit on a couple of the, the big spiritual blessings that come. So the first thing, let's define what fasting is. Fasting is refraining from food or drink for religious purposes. If you go to the dictionary, that's what it'll tell you. Refraining from food or drink for religious purposes. Uh, so that could be meat, it could be uh, breakfast, it could be lunch, it could be supper, it could be all those. It could be coffee, it could be beer, it could be soda, it could be 
you fill in the blank. It's refraining from food or drink for religious purposes to allow you to focus. So on your listening guide, right there at the top, write the word focus, F-O-C-U-S, focus. That's the goal is that the next 21 days you will focus on hearing from God and letting him show you what he's got for you in 2023. So we want to focus. Uh, now, the, and on the listening guide, the first thing there says, fasting gives us a supernatural spark to light up our faith. Matthew 4, 1 through 4, Jesus started his ministry with a period of fasting. Starting in verse 1, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. And if you fast, you will become very hungry, okay? During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus launched his ministry with 40 days of fasting. It was a supernatural spark to prepare him for what God had the next three years. I want to challenge you to experience this supernatural spark by choosing to fast with us the next 21 days. Now, if you've never done it before, it's okay. Listen, the church I got saved in, I never heard the word fasting, okay? I didn't know what it was until I read the Bible myself, and I'm like, huh, this fasting stuff, it keeps coming up. It's in here all throughout the Bible. Why aren't we doing it? And the main reason we weren't doing it is because nobody likes to do it. There's nothing fun about skipping food that you love, right? But there is something supernatural that happens when you give that up for something greater. Now, we all know that to accomplish anything great, you have to sacrifice, right? You have to be willing to be disciplined. You have to be willing to give up things that you want to do to do things that you know you should do, which allows you to do things that you want to do. And fasting is the same way. And it's this supernatural spark. I was thinking about it like fasting's like the, the fire, the fire that can make the explosion, the chain reaction that we want. Uh, how many of you have a gas grill? Anybody gas grill? Is okay, several of you. How many of you charcoal grill people? Okay, I don't have the patience for that. I'm impressed with you, I'll be honest. I just don't have the patience to wait for that charcoal to get hot. Usually when I'm ready to cook, I'm ready to eat. So I, I remember the first time somebody gave me a gas grill, it was a used gas grill, you know, as people do. I was, I was grateful to have it, and I'd never used one before. I didn't know how to use a gas grill. I figured it couldn't be too hard, right? You turn the gas on and light the fire, and boom, you cook. So I turned the, fire, the gas on, and I pushed the little igniter button, but guess what? It didn't work because it was an old used, used uh, barbecue grill. So I thought, well, I'll go in the house, and I'll go get a, get a match. So I went in the house, left the gas going, you know, with the top down, because I really wanted to make sure there'd be plenty of gas in there to light the fire when I come back, right? Y'all already know what's going to happen, don't you? Yeah, you've done it. You've done it. So I go in the house, and I get my match, and I light it, and I open the top, and I don't even think I even threw it. It was like, as soon as I opened it, it was like, you heard it. What do you hear? Whoosh. <laughs> yes. It's the whoosh sound. And then as you fly backwards from the flames, it's like, oh, my, what just happened? 
the whoosh, yeah, no eyebrows, exactly, brother. You nailed it, you nailed it. And then, of course, you go in and you try to compose yourself in front of everybody. Everything's fine, babe. <laughs> Your hair's right. My hairs were singed in the front of my head. Everything's fine, it's all good. That's the kind of supernatural whoosh I want you to get the next 21 days. I'm hoping and praying that your fasting will be like a, a spark in the midst of that gas that will light your flame to get humble before God and say, Lord, what do you want for me in 2023? I believe that God wants to show us. I believe he wants to provide breakthroughs. And so as you're praying, you're gonna be praying for God to, to give you a breakthrough. What area is it in your life that you need a breakthrough? Pick one thing. I mean, you can pick two or three, I don't care. But, but if you'll pick one thing, like, Lord, I've really been struggling with this. Anger issues, greed, my marriage, my parenting, my job. Lord, I, I, I'm praying for 21 days. And every time you get hungry, or every time if you're giving up coffee and you want that coffee, or every time you're giving up whatever it is and you think about it, just stop and pray. Lord, I pray for a breakthrough in that area. I'm asking you in Jesus' name. And then pray for somebody else for something. Pray in that same moment, Lord, I also want to pray for so-and-so for a breakthrough in what they're walking through. And then third, pray for spiritual revival in our city, our state, and our nation. Let's ask God for a mighty work. So that's what we want to see is that spark. Okay, second thing, fasting as a church ignites God's work together. When we fast as a church, it ignites it through all of us. Are you more excited right now than you were when you came in? Anybody? Uh, I hope so, because I, I, I'm excited just by y'all's excitement about whoosh. <laughs> right? I mean, like, I, I'm encouraged as I'm looking out into your, your faces, and I'm seeing people nodding, going, yes, and knowing that you're going to be fasting with me, that I'm not going to be the only person that's going to be hungry and, and hangry from time to time, trying to pray and talk to God because you're going to be doing the same thing. And we're going to be doing it together as a church. Now, I had somebody when we first did 21 days of prayer and fasting years ago say to me, well, we're not supposed to do this as a church, are we? Because then we're doing it publicly. And if we're doing it publicly, aren't we drawing attention to ourselves? Well, you could if your goal is to, to do as Jesus warned the, the Pharisees and and to look all hungry and destitute and walk around like so people notice that you're fasting. But if you're doing it for the glory of God as a church together, we get all those whooshes and sparks together and we'll get to see what God can do amongst all of us together as a church family. And the church did that all throughout the New Testament. Acts 13, turn to Acts 13. It's in the New Testament, fifth book in the New Testament. In Acts 13, the church is uh, just launching out, starting, starting new, and they're about to send out missionaries. How did they know who? How did they know where? Prayer and fasting. Verse 1, among the prophets and teachers of the church at Antioch, Assyria, were Barnabas, Simeon, called the black man, Lucius, from Cyrene, Manian, the childhood companion of King Herod, Antipas, and Saul. One day, as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I've called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them 
and sent them away. So what do we see? Fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. Now skip down one chapter to Acts 14, verse 23. Again, Paul and Barnabas have been prayed and fasted over. Now they're doing the same thing in their church. It says, Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church. With prayer and fasting, they turned the elders over to the care of the Lord in whom they had put their trust. So again, the church is praying and fasting for big decisions together as a church. And then in Mark 9, 29, the disciples are trying to cast out a demon and Jesus said to them, these kind only come out with prayer and fasting. There's a supernatural relationship between prayer and fasting. So I just wanna invite you into this supernatural relationship. And for some of you guys, listen, you have financial problems right now that you need supernatural help, right? Right now, some of you have relationship issues that you need supernatural help. You've tried to fix it on your own. You've tried to fix it by yourself. It's not working. You're beating your head against the wall. You need a supernatural breakthrough. For some of you, you're chained to a sin that has held you captive for a long time. And you tried to get better at it. You tried not to get better at your sin. What am I saying? You tried to get better at not doing the sin. That's a better way of saying it. And you tried to quit the sin. You tried to give up the addiction. You, whatever it is, and you've been unsuccessful. And you feel defeated. And you need supernatural help. That's what we're talking about. During the season, asking God for a breakthrough that will reshape your future going forward and those around you because as your heart and your life has changed, it will affect those all around you as well. And so I want to challenge you to deny yourself for a season to join us in this prayer and this fasting. Well, the third thing is that fasting only works if you sacrifice. If I stood before you and said, listen, I have decided that for my fasting period, I'm gonna give up salads, cottage cheese, water, diet soda, and I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna give, give up television, television Hallmark movies with my wife. I'm taking one for the team here, guys. If I were to tell you that, that would be zero sacrifice. The only part of that I like would be my time with my wife. So you need to pray and say, Lord, what do you want me to give up that will be a sacrifice that will allow me to focus on time with you, okay? So what does that sacrifice look like? Well, Luke 9, 23, Jesus said, if any man wants to come after me and follow me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. There is a sacrifice part of the journey with God that we're gonna put God first He's gonna be greater than us and we're gonna follow his lead in our lives. That's our responsibility. We put God first and follow his lead. Now those watching online, don't y'all check out. Don't think that because you're watching online that you don't get to participate. We want you to participate as well. Join with us in this 21 days. Choose to ask God what he wants you to do. And then we have daily devotionals that'll go along with this. You can pull it offline again on the app or the website, do the daily devotionals. We have family devotionals uh, for the, those with children in the children's ministry. We have family devotionals. You can do those together as a church and with your kids. Teach your kids fasting now. I tell you what, 
when you teach your kids fasting, it's amazing how it will shape their ability to say no to the bad things when they come. If your kid can say no to a soda for 21 days, it's a whole lot easier for them to say no to other things when it comes their way as well. So help them walk that out. Now, as we look at this fasting, I want to give some, some ideas, some examples here to help you understand. And for those who are followers of Jesus, first, I want to challenge you to take this 21 days and decide what it is the Lord wants and figure out what that may be. It's not dieting. I want, to, I want to get that across. This is not a time to diet so you can lose weight. You may lose weight, but that's not what it is. Dieting is about focusing on food. Fasting is about focusing on God, okay? Dieting is about focusing on what you don't get. Focusing, uh, fasting is about focusing on the God you want to get. It's a big difference, and so... This is not a time just to say, I'm going to lose weight. This is a time to focus on who God is and the breakthroughs he wants to give you. Now, I believe everybody in here can fast something. I believe everybody in here can fast something. You say, well, I'm on medications. My doctor said, okay, give up sugar. I've never met a doctor who said you should eat more sugar. Anybody? Right? Okay. You can give up sugar. Maybe it's, maybe it's what you like to drink. Maybe it's what you like to eat. But all of us can fast something and seek to do what God wants to do. Now, most of the pastors I've talked to are doing a liquid fast. Now, what does that mean? Well, I mean, I'll do smoothies, I'll do soups, uh, pretty much just no solid foods. And let me tell you, it begins to weigh on you after a while if you do that, but I'd love to invite you to do that along with us. I talked to somebody else, they're giving up breakfast. They said that breakfast is their favorite meal of the day, and they love to start their day with breakfast. They're giving up breakfast every day. Others I know are giving up one meal a week. That's great. Others giving up a drink, a coffee, whatever that might be. Uh, I will say to you that you don't need to get legalistic. When fasting can come, legalism can be a problem where you start looking at what other people are doing and judging them for what they should be doing and thinking what they should be doing. And, and you may be giving up all meat and all of a sudden your pastor uh, or your small group leader, they're sitting there chomping down fried chicken at Life Group and you're going, what's up with that? And they felt led to give up coffee. And you're like, ah, that's nothing. Maybe not to you, but that may be what's big to them, right? So don't get legalistic. Uh, and, you know, don't, don't worry about getting it perfect. The goal is to focus on God. And, you know, for me, like I said, I do a liquid fast. I remember one time we were like day 17. Uh, it was midweek. The youth were having breakfast for Wednesday night. And I remember walking in and I smelled, you know, you get that fresh smell of food, right? And they had cooked sausage and biscuits and gravy and all this. And I went over to Cindy. I was like, Cindy, what do you got that you're making today? And she was telling me, I said, what do you have that I can drink? She said, I got gravy. <laughs> now, she said I could drink gravy. Okay, that was her idea. And I thought to myself, I can drink gravy. I said, you just have to put it in a cup so I don't feel guilty. <laughs> so she put that sausage gravy in a cup, and I drank it, and gravy has never tasted so good as it did that day. <laughs> now, I'm just telling you, don't get legalistic. One time, I, one of the first times I, I fasted, I remember I was fasting, and I, I still go out to lunch with people. I just drink water or I drink a soda if I'm just doing a liquid fast. And, 
And sometimes people ask, sometimes they don't. But one time I remember they served the chips and without thinking, I just got my chips and my sauce and I started eating. And all of a sudden, when that flavor hit my mouth, I was like, oh, oh, what did, what did I just do? Did I violate God? Is God mad at me? What am I doing? Guys, God loves you, right? Uh, the question really was, do I spit it out or do I just swallow? <laughs> I swallowed. <you> know? <laughs> but don't get legalistic. This is so you can focus on God. It's not a burden. It's a blessing, okay? It's not meant to be a burden. It's meant to be a blessing. Now, will it be hard? Yes. Will it challenge you? Yes. But what if every one of us does it together? Won't it be so much greater? We can all just say, hey, what are you fasting? I'm fasting Tootsie Rolls. Really? Okay, well, yeah, I have them five times every meal. Like, I'm a Tootsie Roll addict. I love Tootsie Roll. Whatever it is. What is God telling you to fast? Be obedient and give it up. And when you do, that's when you pray. Pray and ask the Lord. And then uh, I want to challenge you too. It's not technically fasting, but I want to challenge you during this time to give up something in electronics, media, social media, TV, whatever that is. And as you give that up, replace it with a time for doing your devotional and Bible and prayer. This will give you more time to do your devotionals. It'll give you bandwidth to really connect with God. Maybe there's a, a, a Christian book or two that you've been wanting to read. Maybe there's a book in the Bible that you've really wanted to dig into, like the book of Revelations and and you can just go to YouTube and start watching different TV. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Find somebody you trust and listen to their teachings on it, okay? But spend this time focusing on God and inviting him to speak into you and expect. I I've got this real serious moment of expectation this time. Expect that God's going to show up and give you some nuggets, teach you some things, encourage you, because that's what he does. Matthew 5, 16 warns us against pride, though, okay? Matthew 5, 16 says, and when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice your fasting except your father who knows what you do in private and your father who sees you will reward you, okay? Now, what if they do ask? Just tell them. You're part of 12 churches that are fasting, and you're just trying to get closer to God these next 21 days. Again, maybe that'll open up a conversation that you've been wanting to have with them for years. They may go, I didn't really know that you were that religious. That's usually how people say it, isn't it? Say, so, you know, it's really not about that at all. It's really about connecting with God. And this has given me an extra chance to do that the next 21 days. Well, the challenge is up for all of us. If you're here today and you're a follower of Jesus, we want to invite you to fast and pray with us. And to ask God, first, for a breakthrough in your life. Second, a breakthrough in somebody else's. And third, for spiritual revival. If we are all praying those things together, God's going to do some amazing things. Second, we want to ask that you'll do the devotions with us, that together we're reading the same word. It's not a lot, 
but it's focused on Jesus, focused on the life of Jesus, the ministry of Jesus, and that you'll join with us in that. And that will give us a lot of common conversations in our life groups and our ministries together. And then for those that are here that, that you do not yet know Christ, I want to challenge you to join in as well. That may sound crazy, like you don't even believe in God yet, but I want to challenge you to take something you like, set it aside, maybe it's movies, maybe it's time, and during that time, begin to ask God to show up and reveal himself to you. The Bible says if we seek God, he'll reveal himself to us. He says if we knock, the door will be open to us. So if you're here today and you're not yet a follower of Jesus, I want to challenge you over the next 21 days, what, what do you got to lose? For 21 days, you begin to say, God, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. I'm open. And I believe he will. He'll begin to show you. He'll begin to bring things into your life to, to let you know that he loves you and that he wants a relationship with you. I'm going to ask all of you if you would to stand with me. Jimmy's going to come out and lead us in a song and and I, today, maybe you already know what you need for a breakthrough and you want to come talk to God about it for you or somebody else. The left side of this, of this uh, stage we use as an altar. If you come pray over here, nobody's going to pray with you, okay? This is a you and God only area. And so whatever it is you want to talk to God about, you come over here, you come and kneel and pray. On the right side over here is a place where we invite you to have someone pray with you. Let's just say you know you need a breakthrough in, in the area of anger. And you're like, man, I just need somebody to help me kick this off. Just come forward and let one of our pastors or ministers uh, pray with you and just say, Lord, we want to pray for the next 21 days that you give a breakthrough for this individual. And then maybe you're here and, and you really need the, the Freedom Prayer Team, someone that, that really can pray and, and stand with you in this. In the back, in the, in the prayer room, we have folks that will be back there with you to listen and pray with you about what you're going through, and then I'll be down front. And if you're here and you've never given your life to Jesus, we want to give you a chance to say, I'm all in. Now, is it, is it a bit scary to come forward? I get it. When I did it, it scared me, definitely. But it changed my life, and I never once have regretted it. So if God's nudging you, saying, you know what? Today's your day. Don't put it off any longer. Don't worry about who's looking. You just come down and we'll talk about it, okay? Love to help you do that. As Jimmy plays, you can pray, you can sing, you can come forward, whatever God does. But let's all participate during this time. Hey guys, thanks so much for checking us out online today. If you want more information about the church or things that's going on here, be sure to check out theriverCC.com or download our app and visit us there. Also, as we go through the Bible this year, we want to help keep you engaged on what's being read and talked about each week. To do that, we have a podcast called The Word This Week, which will recap each week's readings, as well as have special guests who will talk about what God showed them that week. So be sure to check that out on all podcast streaming platforms. And again, thanks so much for checking us out online.